0: Hi everyone! Welcome to a new episode of the Polyglot Podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing the unique voices and stories of language learners and world travelers from all over the world. For those who are new here, my name is Claire and I'm the host of this podcast show. In today's episode, we have a very special guest, Katerina, who is from Greece and will be sharing more about the Greece language and culture. So if you're interested in learning more about some Greek philosophers, fun idiomatic statements, and its fascinating linguistical structures, then stay tuned for a very fun episode. As a bonus, I'll also be asking her opinion about Greek mythology. So without further ado, I hope they enjoy today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to another podcast episode. Today we have a very special guest. So do you just want to first start by introducing yourself, where you're from, your background, and what languages you speak?
1: Okay, so hello from me too. So my name is Katerina and I'm from Greece I'm the creator of uh, the YouTube channel uh, called Learn Greek with Katerina. Uh, I'm also a philologist of the Russian language and uh, I also teach Greek as a a foreign language. Um, I speak uh, Greek, Russian, English and a little Bulgarian. So that's about
0: me. All right, cool. So today I'm really excited to delve a little bit more into the Greek language and culture. So can we first start by um, providing with a brief historical overview of the Greek language and how is it different and evolved from ancient Greek?
1: Yes, so I can say that in general, Greek speakers uh, today still tend to regard uh, literally works of ancient Greek uh, uh, ancient greek people yes as part of their own rather than a foreign language uh, it's also often stated that the historical changes have been relatively slight compared with um, some other languages so we also can understand many things in ancient greek mm-hmm. knowing uh, only modern greek and uh, often uh, we analyze words that exist in uh, modern Greek, but come from ancient Greek in order to better understand the meaning of these words. So something like that about this. All right, yeah,
0: great. And so linguistically, are there many differences between like the ancient Greek and the modern Greek language?
1: Um, yes, we have some differences because i think the modern greek is is a simple language i mean the ancient greek was more uh, difficult than the uh, modern greek uh, so i think in in general if uh, we can speak uh, we can talk about the greek languages language we can say that uh, greek is an independent branch branch of the indo european family of languages and uh, it's native to greece cyprus uh, southern albania and other la- regions of the balkans the black sea coast um, asia minor and the eastern mediterranean okay mostly in greece and cyprus it's the official uh, official language and also you can see that it has the longest documentary history of uh, any indo european language uh, spanning at least uh, 3,400 years of uh, written records and mm-hmm. um, yeah <laughs> too old mm-hmm. and uh, it's right written system is the greek alphabet which has been used for approximately for uh, 2,800 years mm. so that's about uh, uh then in general about the greek language but i can say about the pronunciation for example that what we have uh, the greek language is a Slavic language that means that every word can be broken down into smaller parts uh, mm-hmm. which can is often helpful when it comes to pronounce <laughs> some greek words and uh, also we have uh, the greek alphabet the greek alphabet is uh, we have uh, twenty-four uh, letters, but yeah, but we have extra letters. I mean, the combination mm-hmm. We have combinations of uh, consonants and vowels. Uh, so, for example, um, uh, b, d. Uh, this uh, we don't have it in the in the alphabet, but it's a combination of two letters, and we have this. Sounds yes, like bu, du, z And z. Um, also we have double consonants um like x and ps, uh that in Greek uh, we we call it double consonants because they represent two consonants sound like k and s and p and s so it's it sounds like that. Uh, about structure um. Okay, it's like in english i mean we have subject verb object mm-hmm. in general but okay in greek it's not so straight like in english you can put everywhere for example the adverb we don't care in, in the beginning in the middle on, or in the end so it's not like in english and um, about tenses we have eight tenses yes present Uh, past we have aurist, imperfect, about future we have future simple, future continuous, also have present perfect, past perfect and future perfect. Okay Mm -hmm. it looks like in English yes it's not a big difference and we also have uh, three genders Uh, so we have masculine, feminine and mutual Mm. but also and of course, we have articles. <laughs> <laughs> I think that for most of people, yes, it's terrible uh, because um, we have three different articles for feminine, uh, masculine, and neutral. And also because we have uh, cases uh, nominative, genitive, accusative case, and vocative. Uh, all these articles have, uh, in I mean, they have their own. Case. I mean, in nominative, genitive, so they change. They are not only just. For example, in English, we have the article the, and that's all. It changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the case. Yes, so it changed So that about uh, the pronunciation, things like that, and uh, I can also say about idiomatic uh, st- statements, mm-hmm. some things. Okay, I chose. Three phrases actually. Maybe it's a little bit it's a little bit funny actually. <laughs> uh, I will say the first one in Greek mm-hmm. of course in uh, English after that. Uh, we have <laughs> okay that means I ate the word to find you hmm. Yes. So, uh, can you think what can be that? I mean, the meaning of this eight, the word to find, find you.
0: Oh, the world. Mm, is that like being very desperate, like having doing a lot of things just to get yes.
1: someone in some way? <laughs> yes. It's like, yes, I have been looking for you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was like that. Yes. So, you can understand the meaning. Uh the other one is, that means many words are poor. So also, I, I think you can guess what can be that. So many words are poor.
0: I would say maybe like that some words are um, not, you know, not good, like connotation wise or that we kind of yeah. avoid those words
1: sometimes. Yes, okay, this is, yeah, but it's not like, eh, not exactly, because that in general, it means uh, talk is uh, cheap. So like, you don't have to say a lot of things. Yes, so uh, maybe it's better to act more than say words, words, words.
0: Mm, Okay, now that makes sense.
1: (laughs) This one. And the last one is, uh, TAMATIA SU DAKATESERA. So this one, it means your eyes, 14. So what can be that one? Your eyes, 14.
0: Your eyes. Sorry, what was the last word?
1: Your your eyes, 14. Mm-hmm. The number 14. Oh, the number 14. Hmm. hmm. That's interesting. Is it like that?
0: Maybe like when you're young, your eyes are more like fresh or... Well, it's also 14, which is a little bit of a yes, specific so, yeah, you,
1: yeah, you need a lot of eyes. Why you need a lot of eyes? <laughs> no. mm.
0: So like to, I don't know, if you're in trouble, you need more people
1: to ah, watch you. Exactly. So oh. yes, yes. So you should be careful mm. acting as if you have uh, good for 14 pairs of eyes. So that, oh, that's okay. the meaning. Yeah, so you find it. Yeah, uh-huh. well, that was about this
0: all right yeah that's really interesting and thank you so much for providing that really broad linguistical overview so I'm actually really curious about the um the, so the three genders right in Greek so is that like how's that kind of determined is there like a general rule for that
1: um yes I mean uh, it depends on the ending of mm-hmm. the word so for example for masculine if the word finished with uh, os as is so with sigma uh, it's uh, masculine, not always, of course. <laughs> For example, uh, the Greek islands like Mykonos, uh, Paros, Zakynthos, it's uh, they they have descending of os. So many people think it's uh, o, o Zakynthos because o is the masculine article. But no, all the Greek islands are feminine. <laughs> so yeah, we have these things. But in general os as is so this ending is for uh, masculine when we have e uh, but eta uh, alpha and uh, yes this one ita and alpha it's feminine mm-hmm. ita and alpha so it's e the article e and for neutral is uh, the ending uh, yota o and ma mm. ma so the article of the neutral is "to". So these articles we have uh, "o" for masculine, "e" for feminine, and "to" for neutral. But they change, of course. Uh, it depends on the case.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Then that's like a little bit similar to, I guess a lot of the like Roman languages too.
1: Yes. 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 Like German also, they also change yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So that's normal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. I see. So do you have a favorite Greek word or phrase?
1: Yes. Okay. I mean, it's, there are a lot, I think, but I can say, uh, one of my favorite phrases, uh, is, I think a lot of people know this. It's like, I know that I know nothing, uh, which Socrates said, of course. (laughs) And uh, I I like the word harmonia, harmony. I don't know. I like how it sounds, actually. It sounds like harmony, <laughs> harmonia. So, yes, I like this.
0: Mm, okay, I see. And that actually reminded me that there's a lot of words from English that are derived and borrowed from Greek, right?
1: Yes. I mean, in English, we there are a lot of Greek words like historia, Philosophia, mathematica. I mean, I say that in Greek, but you can understand that Mm -hmm. (laughs) what it means. So, like, historia, philosophia, mathematica, geografia, geometria. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's uh, the the typical ending of yeah. Philosophia, geografia,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And kind of on that topic, this is just a fun question, but are you into Greek mythology in
1: any way? yes actually i like uh, greek mythology i mean okay we had a lot of greek mythology in uh, in school you know mm-hmm. uh, but i think it's interesting not only for the greeks but in general for everyone yes uh, <laughs> there have been many films i mean uh, mainly american mm-hmm. uh, movies but I, I i also watch um about greek mythology and uh, i also think it's interesting because the ancient Greeks uh present the gods as someone who does the same things as humans like you know for example they love they hate they're jealous so mm-hmm. I think it's interesting I don't know
0: yeah do
1: you have like a favorite um Greek hero or oh. <laughs> that's that's not very easy question I mean I like Odysseus uh, for the Odyssey, yes, I like uh, the story, actually, it's uh, one of the most uh, famous, but I don't know if I have someone, I mean, I like uh, a lot of them, because they did different things, they are good in their <laughs> own things, so yes, I don't know if I have one favorite.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure either if I have a favorite too. I had like this phase where I was super devoted and into like Greek mythology. And I really, I'm not sure if you heard of this series called Percy Jackson, but I know a whole bunch of people around me were really obsessed with that series and completely love Greek mythology.
1: But yeah, I can see that
0: there is a big obsession (laughs) over here. Uh,
1: Maybe bigger than mine, I think. (laughs) Very possible, actually very possible yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah so for anyone who's interested in learning Greek what would you suggest are some resources to use uh,
1: resources I know I don't think I mean they can use YouTube or I'm now I'm not sure if I will pronounce it right Duolingo Well, Duolingo
0: oh yes Duolingo
1: yes I think it's a uh, good also to learn um uh, Greek but in general, uh, they can watch videos, to, uh, read books, like mythology books, for example. Okay, it's not very easy, <laughs> but they can try, it because <clears throat> I think in general, we have to try it, I mean, if they want to learn Greek, uh, because they will see that uh, they know more Greek than they think, and they will better understand the meaning of the words that have Greek origins in their mother tongue, so yeah. yes, I think that's why someone uh, have to try to learn Greek to understand more <laughs> in their own language.
0: Yeah. Yes, for sure. I find that when you, yeah, study other languages, you actually realize a bit more about oh, why is my language grammatically yes. this way? Or yeah, it's very eye opening.
1: Yes, you you have because you try thinking more. Mm about who I yeah (laughs) yes just like that Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so thank you so much for those great advice and resources and so moving on from the language to the culture itself can you give us an introduction to the greek culture what are some like traditions and festivals unique customs and everything like that
1: okay so i will say in general about the greek civilization but okay i think uh, a lot of People know that, but uh, Greece is considered uh, the cradle of Western civilization. Yes, uh, being the birthplace of democracy mm-hmm. and Western philosophy. Most people know and um, philosophers like uh, Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates, and the Western literature, histor- uh, historiography, political science, major. Uh, scientific and mathematical principles, mm-hmm. theater, and, of course, the Olympic Games. I think yeah. that is the most important, and, yeah, that's very good. And, in general, about food, you can say, not something new. I think a lot of people know gyros,
0: oh, <laughs>
1: fast food, but a lot of people call it gyros. <laughs> uh, yes
0: i might be guilty of doing
1: that <laughs> yes okay we don't call it gyros uh, just heroes. Just and um, moussakas with eggplants and potatoes and things like that uh, and pasticcio. Uh, just pastichio it's a little bit different that, that we have pasta instead of uh, eggplant and potatoes that's the different from you now moussakas so I can say this, Eros, Musakas, and pastitio. And I also can say about famous destinations. Okay, also, it's not something new for anyone, but okay, maybe someone uh, doesn't know. Um, I think Santorini is a nice place for sunset, for sure. Uh, Mykonos for parties, if someone likes parties and Crete for uh, hospitality and Mm -hmm. Athens okay as the capital uh, city of Greece you know you can see the Acropolis or the Acropolis Museum so and Sunni also we have the Temple of Poseidon it's also nice all right
0: yeah and so I, I was doing a little bit of research into Greek culture a lot of people have been saying that it's like a high context culture so would you Generally, say this is true?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> in Greece, I think uh, yes, the people believe that is true because, I mean, uh, every year um, we find new things from ancient Greek, uh, you know, under <laughs> the, uh, the earth, for example. And that's why, for example, in Thessaloniki, uh, I don't know if you know where Thessaloniki is, North Greece. It's the it's the second uh, biggest uh, city of for Greece. Uh, they have problem uh, to open to have subway mm. because uh, inside, the, you know, <laughs> there they find uh, ancient things mm. and they stop them. So. Yes, in general because also in the school the t- teachers were you know talking about the Greece, about the influence to the other countries and things like that so yeah i think we feel it a lot <laughs> we feel it, but uh, not like no we are the best and the other no no not like that just uh, i mean we feel that um, the ancient Greeks uh, mm-hmm. did something important, and now we have uh, some things to read, study mm-hmm. uh, from them. More like that, not only Greeks, all the people around the world have things to learn from them. So that's important, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Greek history is honestly just really really fascinating and also it's philosophers i mean i personally would really love to dwell into these texts a lot more and i feel like there's just so much to learn from mm-hmm. you know the legacy that greece has really left upon the world i mean i read um, homer's odyssey in high school and that was a really eye-opening experience but yeah you know just from the, philosophers, the Greek mythology, Greek history. There's just so much richness to really unpack.
1: But yeah, it's nice <laughs> to hear. It's nice to hear that. Yeah, so, yeah. But you don't know any Greek, uh, for example, words or something, or have you ever been uh, to Greece?
0: I actually have never, so that's definitely oh. on the top of my bucket list.
1: Yes, I think you should come to Greece for once at least, to see yeah, the Acropolis, for example, and uh, the museum there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, we have some missing parts from, uh, you know, from Acropolis, the Parthenon in uh, England. And Mm. we would like, of course, to, you know, (laughs) to have them back because they have to be home, (laughs) not there. So, yes, it's uh, sad, actually, because when I went to the, um, uh, the Acropolis Museum mm. and we have this Caryatids, um, we call them, you know, it's uh, some women with long hair that in uh, Acropolis in mm-hmm. uh, Parthenon, closed Parthenon. So one of them uh, is in a British museum. Mm. So we have empty place there. So that was very, very sad. <laughs>
0: yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah I definitely read about that too like about how different pieces and artifacts not only from Greece but like other countries as well have been taken away into like other museums yeah
1: yeah it's it's very bad it's very sad actually and uh, we have some pieces from Parthenon also there Mm -hmm. in British Museum so I don't know what to say about this I hope one day they will be back because uh, our museum is very nice I mean it's one of the best of the world, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like the people from their own country should not have to, you know, bear the burden of having to go travel to another country just to see their own art pieces that came from, you know, where they're from. And I also feel like, too, that these artifacts and these art pieces fit better and can be understood on a more profound level when they're fit into the cultural context and the environments in which they were made
1: yes but okay i mean now we talk about uh, greece but in general because yeah every museum uh, like in uh, germany or in other countries have things from other uh, countries like uh, egypt and things like that so that that's also sad <laughs> for me that's mm. also sad because they belong there i mean not in this these countries have to you know it's not uh, their home there so i don't know it's very you know emotional about uh, this
0: yeah 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 for sure i think it's just really important to consider just what value and how much value art and art pieces can really hold to a culture and you know, especially for a lot of old pieces that they can come with a lot of cultural heritage that for many communities and people can mean just so much. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. But we will see. (laughs) I hope for the best, actually. The right maybe will come in the end. They will do the right decision, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing about the Greek culture. Um, I think that's all the questions I had, but did you have anything that you wanted to add on?
1: Well, I don't know. I think I said uh, most of things that I wanted to say. I mean, I could say a lot of things about grammar and things like that, but I think it's not interesting. Uh, just in general, yes, it was that what I said uh, about Grace. I don't want to say about bad things, <laughs> so <laughs> just the good things. I think it's uh it's okay to stay here in with a good mood. So uh.
0: yeah, all right. Thank you so much for having for coming on. It was so great to talk to you and to learn more about the Greek language and culture.
1: And Thank for our also.
0: listeners, I'll be linking her Instagram into the mm-hmm. podcast description as well as her YouTube channel if you want to check that out. So. thank you so much again thank you for tuning in to today's podcast episode I hope you enjoyed today's conversation and learned something new please stay tuned for future episodes as well and if you would like to be a guest on my podcast show feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram at Claire's Languages thank you